everyone, and welcome back to the Renew Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Kieran Lanahan. Welcome to April. Welcome to the second quarter of 2022. It's crazy how quickly that first quarter of the year went, and I feel like it always happens that way for some reason. The first couple months of the year just seem to fly by. But if you've been following along on Instagram, you've been seeing some of the end of month and end of first quarter celebrations from some of my clients who have just knocked it out of the park in the first three months of the year. So I just wanted to share uh, just two quick examples just to give kudos to them and, and just to cheer them on. My client, Rob, who's a consultant, he created $167,000 in revenue in the first quarter of 2022. In the first quarter of 2021, a year ago when we started working together, he created $6,000 in revenue. And so if you look at his revenue graph over time, it looks like a hockey stick growth. Like if venture capitalists wanted to invest in his company, they would be super happy with the growth that he's seen. And it's just compounded over time and compounded and compounded as he has continued to reinvest in the work that we're doing together. And then my client, Andrea, created almost as much income in quarter one as she did all of last year. And she's not even full-time in her business yet. So they're crushing it. My clients are doing amazing things. I have uh, some client results on my website, but I honestly don't update it that much because it's a little bit uh, harder to, to update there compared to Instagram, where it's just a lot easier to share some of those results. And so if you want to see up-to-date results and things that my clients are up to, um, just head to my Instagram bio at Kieran Lenahan Coaching. And I have a little, I think it's called the favorite uh, kind of like a favorite stories underneath my bio. It's called client results and you can click through there and just see some of what they're up to both financially and then from a just personal growth perspective. Now today I wanted to give you all a nice little dose of strategy on the podcast. And I know in the, in the intro episode to this podcast, episode zero, I talked about how we'll cover both strategy and mindset on this podcast with a heavy skew towards mindset because of how important that is. I'm a firm believer that mindset is way more often um, the thing that people need to work on in order to create the results that they want in their business and in their life. But that also doesn't mean that we just throw strategy out the window. If you want a thriving business that's maximizing the impact you want to have on your clients and ultimately on the world, having a fine-tuned, clear strategy for your business is necessary. And it's often one of the first things that I actually work on with all of my clients because it's super important to be clear on your strategy in order for the most impactful mindset work to actually come to the surface. So today, I want to share a framework with you that will help you gain clarity on where you should be focusing your energy in your business. Now, this can be a diagnostic tool of sorts and kind of point you to where you'll get the most bang for your buck. And specifically, this framework has to do with your client funnel. In other words, the journey that people go on from not knowing that you exist in the world to being one of your clients. Now, I don't know what came up for you the second that I said client funnel. For me, I immediately think of Facebook ads selling me a three-step system for a million-dollar business in 30 days. I think of automations and email sequences and a lot of complicated things, running ads, all of that stuff. But I want to assure you, this is not that. Today, we're going to keep it pretty high level. We're not by any means talking about any of that stuff that I just mentioned. I just want to give you a super simple way to conceptualize your client funnel 
and you will walk away knowing which of these parts of the funnel to be focusing on in your business for the next one to two quarters, three to six months. Now, if you've been around for a while, you know that about a month and a half ago, I pretty severely sprained my ankle. And I'm in physical therapy now, and so when I go, before we do anything, one of the first things that I do with my physical therapist is I describe to him how things are feeling, um, what things tend to happen when I do certain things like walk up the stairs or do some of the exercises that I've been assigned to do at home. And based on where the pain is, based on what's uncomfortable, that determines part of our strategy for rehabbing the ankle and getting me back to you know, playing sports and running and being active as quickly as possible. And so in order to strengthen the ankle and all the muscles around the injury, it's really important to just know what's currently going on in the area. And so if you've ever been to physical therapy or just to a doctor and you've had to fill out that diagram where it has the outline of a human body and you indicate where the pain is, we're essentially going to do that today, but with your business from a high level and particularly again with your client funnel. So that's where we're going. Here's kind of the roadmap for the day. So we're going to start off with scripture. I want to pull a verse from Proverbs. Then I'm going to talk through the client funnel framework. And then we're just going to spend some time helping you determine which section, which category, which part of this funnel you want to be focusing your energy on. And to be honest, I think a lot of this will be fairly straightforward. I think as we're walking through and I describe the client funnel framework, you're probably going to have one or two of the categories jump out at you as to, oh, that's the one. I know that's where I want to be focusing. So let's start with scripture and then keep going from there. When I think of strategy, I think wisdom. When I think wisdom, I think of Proverbs. And so I just wanted to pull this proverb from chapter 14, verse 8, which says, The wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways, but the folly of fools is deception. Today, I want to help you give thought to your ways. Your client funnel can be complicated or it can be simple. But if you intentionally choose simplicity, you'll make it easy for your brain to know exactly where to focus. When your brain knows exactly where to focus, it makes it a lot more likely that you execute. And when you execute, you create results. And so if you've ever asked yourself the question, what should I be doing right now? Or what should I be focusing on this week or this month or this quarter? This episode could be a huge help for you. And now there's nothing inherently wrong with that question. I think it's a good one to ask. But I also think that the fact that you're asking it means that there is a lack of clarity around what you should be focusing on and what your top priorities are in the business for the short term. So with this four-part framework that we're going to cover today, just know there will be a temptation to want to focus on all four at once. But today, I just want for you to walk away with one, maybe two tops of the parts of the funnel to devote intentional resources to in the next one to two quarters. So with that, let's walk through the framework. Like I said, there are four parts of the funnel. And when you picture a funnel, you know the top of it is larger, the lowest part is the most narrow. This funnel spans the timeline from someone not knowing that you exist on this planet all the way down to the lowest part of the funnel when they become a client of yours. And so here are the four stages, and then we'll walk through each of them. Awareness, interest, decision, 
and delivery. So let's go through and define each of them and tell you what I mean. The first one is awareness. So this has to do with creating new awareness of you, your brand, your business, and your services. So before anyone ever enters this client funnel, they don't know that you exist. And once they learn that you exist because you met them at church or at a networking event or they came across your Instagram profile or your website, they now enter the funnel. They are now in this top section of the funnel. And so in this awareness stage of the funnel, someone goes from not knowing that you or your services exist to now being aware that you and your services exist. So that's the first one. The second one, interest. So in the awareness section, somebody learned that you existed, but they aren't yet interested in working with you. Interest is the part of the funnel, as its name suggests, where somebody knows that you exist, but then they become interested in hiring you for your services. Maybe they read your website or they hear a podcast interview you did, or they're reading your emails or your social media posts or hear from one of your clients. They go from no interest to some interest. And then as that interest grows, whether slowly over time or very quickly, once that interest reaches a tipping point, an inflection point, that's when they reach out to you and book a sales call, which brings us to the next phase, decision. The decision part of the funnel is simply when someone makes a decision of whether or not to work with you. Now, we just spent episodes 21, 22, and 23 talking about this part of the funnel, talking about the sales call, the decision-making conversation. As we talked about it in those episodes, Getting really good at sales calls requires some knowledge of how to structure the conversation, but also the mindset that allows you to show up from a place of love and of service for the other person. And then once you have the sales call with someone and they've made their decision, some percentage of them, ideally 100% or close to it, if your entire funnel is fine-tuned and precise, but some percentage of them become clients. And that's when we enter the last part, the bottom part of the funnel, delivery. This is simply where you are serving your clients, you are providing the service that they have bought, that they have invested in, and you're delivering it to them, whatever that looks like for you in your business. That's it. That's the funnel, four parts, very simple. Awareness, making new people aware that you and your business exist. Interest. Marketing and building your ideal client's desire to work with you specifically, not just someone who does what you do. Decision, they book a sales call and you help them decide if they will work with you or not. And then delivery, you do the thing that you're really good at, you provide a ton of value to your clients. That's a client funnel. Now, again, when I work with my clients, I generally recommend only focusing on one or two of these categories max at any given time. There are a lot of my clients who, when they come to me, literally on the sales call, tell me that one of their biggest obstacles to scaling their business is shiny object syndrome or what some of them have called, quote unquote, ADD brain. Now, I'm familiar with shiny object syndrome. I've coached tons of people with it, but I I thought it would be interesting to look up what the definition out there is on the internet. So here's what it is. Here's what it says. Shiny object syndrome is the tendency to continually chase new trends, opportunities, and ideas without first evaluating their cost and benefit. 
Having shiny object syndrome causes distraction, overwhelm, stress, and a lack of focus. And so the pattern is that when you start something new, you're super excited. And then over time, that excitement and kind of your confidence in that thing decreases. And then you see a new opportunity and the excitement spikes again. And then you rinse and repeat. And so just a quick note on this, because I know there are a lot of people out there who maybe uh, experience this, I think, especially today in a very distracted culture with constant information and constant access to content. And there's just so much out there. It's really easy to be bouncing from thing to thing. Shiny object syndrome and ADD brain sound like playful things that people typically will say to me with a smile on their face. But the reality underneath the smile, as I've worked with so many people who have said this to me, is that it's robbing people of the focus, the impact, and the contentment that they are longing for. It is exhausting to bounce from thing to thing, to constantly be starting things and then not seeing them through, and then to change strategies every few weeks or months. And when these clients share what benefit they're getting from coaching beyond the financial results or new clients being brought in, those are byproducts. They talk about the peace that comes from being able to focus on a few core things without the fear of missing out, without the what about this, without the fear that they're not doing enough. And so when you make adjustments to your business strategy, like where you market your services, for example, you want to do that out of conscious, thoughtful choice, not because you heard once on a podcast that people are having some success marketing on some new platform. And so for anybody who maybe identifies or maybe shiny object syndrome is something that you have claimed as something that you experience or even something that you see as part of who you are, I just want to say one, that's a lie that is not part of who you are. It's just a pattern that's showing up that is separate from you and who God made you to be. But if that's you, this will be applying what we're talking about in this episode will be a both challenging but fruitful and worthwhile endeavor. All right, now let's talk about how do you know which one or two parts of the funnel you should be focusing on. And I want to clarify what I mean when I say, quote unquote, focus on. I'm talking about really intentional, taking a fine-tooth comb, looking for opportunities to improve on a daily or weekly basis kind of focus. Like this is something that's always on your mind. I'm not advocating that if you're focusing on increasing awareness of your brand, for example, that you just completely ignore delivering your services or your marketing. You can still make improvements across all four categories at once, but I'm talking about where you choose to take your intentional focus to create a very specific outcome. It's like going to the grocery store. You want to go in with a list of what you're going to buy. But just because you go with a list doesn't mean you can never get something not on the list. You just don't want to show up with no list and no plan while you're hungry and shopping with two toddlers. Otherwise, you're going to make decisions that seem like a good idea in the moment, but that you regret later. So let's go through each of these phases and help you understand whether or not this should be an area of focus for you. And again, we're just going to keep this really simple. And honestly, some of you may already know which one or two categories you're going to end up focusing on. But let's go through this anyway. Awareness. 
If you are just starting in your business, this is often one of the areas of focus because you may have people in your network, people who know you and have known you for a long time. They know that you exist, but that's not the same as them knowing what services you offer, what you do, and who you help. So a general rule of thumb is the more people who know who you are and who you help and what results you can help people create, the better. Now, if your business is more established, and this is another kind of reason why you might want to focus on this area, if you're looking to scale beyond your current audience to launch a new product or service with maybe a broader appeal or at a significantly lower price point that you plan to sell a higher quantity of, this might be an area for you to focus on. For example, if you want to sell a mini course to help people lose weight for $300, and you want to generate $300,000 in revenue. If you only have 500 people in your audience, you're gonna wanna focus on growing your awareness because even if all 500 people in your audience bought the course, you would only be at $150,000, half of the revenue goal that you have. And so depending on what your specific goals are, your audience size, and what it is that you're looking to sell, this might be an area that you wanna focus on. Two quick notes here on awareness. One, this can often be a place that people get distracted into focusing on unintentionally, but the real reason it happens is because there's an underlying lack of belief that your current audience is sufficient or that your current network is sufficient. And so people feel like, well, there aren't people in my audience who want my services, so I need to go out and find other people. Oftentimes, I would challenge that and I would say, let's look at what you've been doing with your marketing, let's look at what you've been doing in the interest category and how you're going about generating interest in people wanting to work with you. But that's the first point. That's a little bit hard to know unless we're having a conversation, we can actually dig into some specifics. The second point, from a strategic standpoint, you wanna be really smart with how you approach building awareness. For example, if you run a training and development consultancy for corporations, you might want to get plugged in and build relationships with HR leaders. If you're a graphic designer for the real estate industry, you might want to go to real estate meetups or build awareness of your brand in real estate circles. Because awareness is good, but not all awareness is the same. 10 million high school students in Turkey being aware of what I do isn't the same as 100 faith-driven entrepreneurs on the East Coast of the United States being aware of what I do. So that's awareness. If you're pretty early on in your business, or if you're kind of in a later stage in the business but looking to scale, that might be an area of focus. Oftentimes people kind of in that in-between space. The next category, interest, is where you'll want to be focusing on. So here it's pretty straightforward. If you are not consistently creating sales calls, this is definitely a part of the funnel that you want to be focusing on. When marketing, when building interest, when nurturing your current audience is your focus, you want to be getting in front of as many ideal clients as possible and interacting with them. And then you want to get really good at communicating that you understand their problem, where they are now, that's point A, and that you know exactly what they want, point B. And then your job, all marketing is, is you want to position yourself and your services as the bridge from point A to point B, and that they just need to walk across it. You want to realize that you're not selling your services, you're actually selling people on the result that they want, the end state, whatever that is. 
and you're just demonstrating that your services are a path to get them there. And so in some ways, you're kind of, you're getting out of the way. You're not trying to sell yourself or sell your services. You're selling people on, hey, I know you want this result. Here is a way to get there. This is marketing, building interest. It's nurturing the people who are already aware that you exist and you're growing their confidence that you can help them create the results that they want. Super quick note on awareness and interest. There aren't always clean divides between the two. For example, if you interview on somebody else's podcast, someone who is already in your audience might listen to it. And so that would be building interest. And you might have some people who have never heard of you before listen to it. And in that case, you'd be creating new awareness of your brand. Sometimes there aren't super clear lines just between those two categories, but just wanted to put that out there. Now, moving on to decision. This is also pretty straightforward. If people are consistently booking sales calls, but some of them are saying no, and if those people were to say yes, you would be hitting your business goals or exceeding your business goals, this is the area to be focusing on. If you have people who seem like they want to hire you, but then end up backing out, or people who say yes, but then come back to you and say no, if people want to say yes, but they have a lot of objections on the sales call, this is definitely the place to spend some focused energy and effort improving. Because with no other changes to any part of your funnel, if you improve your ability to handle objections and to increase your conversion rate, you're going to serve more clients and create more revenue. And now onto the last section of the funnel, delivery. So how do you know if this is an area that you want to focus on? You want to focus here if all other parts of your funnel are functioning in the way that you want them to. And or if you really want word of mouth marketing and clients re-signing or signing longer contracts and extending contracts with you is one of the ways that you want to sustain your business, this is a great area to be focusing on. From a long-term perspective, over-delivering to your current clients and serving them with a high level of excellence is one of the best ways to create new clients, especially if you're currently working with ideal clients because people hang out with people who are like them. And if your ideal clients love you, they're probably gonna be sending more ideal clients your way. So there you have it. Of course, there's nuance here. I'm talking about general guidelines. But what I do with my clients is help them determine where to prioritize their focus to get the most bang for their buck, the most return on their investment of time and money and effort from a financial perspective in terms of profit and from a kingdom perspective in terms of the impact that it will have, keeping in mind whatever the long-term vision that they have for their business. So awareness, interest, decision, and delivery. What are the one or two parts of your funnel that you want to give focused attention to for the next three months? And because I can't not talk about mindset for an entire episode, once you decide where to focus, just be aware that that's where your mindset will become very important, especially if you've shown patterns of shiny object syndrome in the past, expect it to show up here. That's okay. But as long as you're confident in why you're choosing to focus where you're focusing, it won't be a problem. When you're tempted to focus elsewhere, remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing. Give yourself permission to focus on what will move the needle the most for your business right now. 
Let's wrap up. Client funnels can be complicated or they can be simple. Running your business can be complicated or it can be simple. Give yourself permission as the CEO to say no to some things so you can say yes to focusing on growing in really important areas. Awareness, interest, decision, delivery. Where will you focus? How are you going to measure success? How will you stay accountable? And what does this actually mean for you at a practical day-to-day level? And once you've decided where to focus, that's when the fun begins. Now it's up to you to go and execute on it. Now, one of our listeners to the Renew Your Mind podcast named Tony actually reached out. She replied to an email that I sent out to my email subscribers and said that after she listened to the series on sales calls just a few weeks ago, she's already networked with 20 plus people in her niche. She secured a podcast interview and was able to speak at a local event related to her industry. Tony is taking what she's learning here and applying it, and she's creating results. So go be like Tony. If this podcast has helped you in any way, please share it. Share it with an entrepreneur friend of yours. Share it on your social media profiles or via email or just tell someone about it. And if you've been listening and you're interested in working together one-on-one, head to lenahancoaching.com slash discovery or just click the link in the show notes and set up a consult. That's all for today. I hope you have an incredible week and I'll see you next Tuesday on the Renew Your Mind podcast for faith-driven entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm.